I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. What's up, guys? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another episode of Curious Conversations with Sarah and Tully. Yeah, <laughs> from Tully Lou. Uh, so today's episode, I don't think we need to do much of an intro because this was a bloody banger of an episode, and I think you guys are gonna get so much out of this. Yeah, it's one of the best business chats I think we've had so far, and it's with. Sammy Leo. Yep. So Sammy Leo is from the Gold Coast. She's originally from New Zealand and she's from the company Breeze Balm. She created Breeze Balm. Her family did. And that's all we're going to give away. Well, yeah. So let, I think you guys need to listen to this app. It's amazing. And we hope you like, subscribe and share with all your friends. Have a good Wednesday. Ciao. Hey guys. So we had a minor tiny little issue with the recording this week and I'm sorry whoopsie daisies yes whoopsie daisies so my microphone hi it's Tully my microphone was not working so I might sound a little bit distant and I'm sorry but it's an amazing episode yeah no it is a really good episode that's why we wanted to try and fix the audio but it took a little longer to fix but it's definitely a lot better and we hope you like the episode because it is a Banger. Do you know what? Some people might not even notice. I know, but we just have to let you guys know because it's very rare that that happens on this podcast. So hope you guys enjoy it. Yo, what's up? Hi, Sammy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh my God, we're excited to have you. As soon as we walked in, there's this amazing smell and like energy in your office. So I feel like it kind of reflects you. By you sitting here now, I see you've got that kind of energy. So we're excited to have you. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Well, I do like things to smell good. Yes. Well, we'll <laughs> so, definitely get into that. <laughs> yeah. For everyone listening, we're sitting in Sammy's office on the Gold Coast yes. in Australia. Yeah, we are. And so Sammy, tell us a little about yourself oh my gosh okay well I'm 32 um (laughs) really oh my god um and I don't know I own a business what what do you want to know just a little bit about like I hint a bit of an accent there what's that oh yeah okay okay okay. let's start that again (laughs) (laughs) I'm like wait I don't know what you um okay so I'm Sammy Leo. I'm 32. I'm from New Zealand, mm-hmm. but I moved over here when I was 18 um, to do a performing arts course. And it oh, kind nice. of led me, I was living in Sydney for a couple of years. And then a boyfriend at the time said to me, I'm done with Sydney. Let's move to the Gold Coast because all my friends are up there. And I was like, what's the Gold Coast? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, it's basically like my hometown, but way cooler oh really yeah and he's like it's got beach and theme parks I was like sold we packed the car and we drove up and I have never left really it's so funny I've got so many friends that are from New Zealand that moved to the Gold Coast really yes. I feel like because like Kylie yeah. and I, friends, I feel like it's a hub of like 
New Zealand Kiwis. Yeah, I yeah. there is so many Kiwis here. I love it though. I feel like it's a little bit of home, but mm-hmm. on a bigger scale. Yeah. Um, and like the weather's amazing. Yeah. It's not too traffic. Like mm-hmm. there's not too much traffic compared to Sydney. Um, everything's easy to get to. I don't know. I just love it here. Yeah, you are blessed. So did you ever use your performing arts? Yes. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Um, I was an extra in Home and Away. Oh, get out. Yeah. Um, I did a few movie um, – not movie, um, music videos mm-hmm. yeah, and just small things. And I just got to a point where I was like, oh, I really love it, but it's such a hustle. Yeah. And I had, like, I was like, I'm only going to be in Australia for three years and then I'm out. I'm going really? to, yep, I'm going to the US. Oh, wow. Oh, and yeah. I went to the US a couple of times doing dancing and, like, you go from being one of – the best dancers in New Zealand yeah. to a whole new kettle of fish where everyone's just as good as you. Yeah. Competition every single day. I was at one of the best schools at the time in Australia, Brent Street. Mm-hmm. And so we did full-time performing arts. We did singing, dancing, acting, every kind of dance you could ever think of. And then, um, yeah, I was like, I'm going to move and be a backup dancer and that's what I'm going to do. Live the dream. Live the dream. Yeah. And then I got to the US and I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> This is so intimidating mm-hmm. and not only was it intimidating, I started to realize like, you know, I was living out of home, I had to pay bills and I was like, how am I going to survive mm-hmm. by going gig to gig? Mm. Plus, most of the time people have an idea of what they, they want mm-hmm. in a music video or whatever. So they'll have, you might not even fit the criteria just on the based on how you look or your ethnicity. Yeah, right. So there's so many things that you have to tick in terms of um, getting a job. Yeah. And there's so many people going for the same position. And I just saw it as like I love dancing. It makes me so happy. But I just don't think this is what I want to do forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's a ruthless industry. It is. It definitely taught me to be thick-skinned. It taught me a lot of determination, discipline. Um, It makes me really, really happy. And it also brought out my creative side. So I definitely learned a lot and developed a lot as a child by doing those things, which I think I bring to what I do now. Yeah. Yeah, right. I do too. I agree. Yeah. It was always my dream to be a backup dancer whenever I'd go to Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I know. So you moved from New Zealand to Australia. You've obviously been to the States and then you came back and settled back into Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. And then so how did you have such a big following on Instagram? How did that evolve? Well, um, I started working for my girlfriend, Ashy, okay. and we were doing a YouTube series. Oh, cool. And so people were following along with um, my, I did a weight loss journey Mm -hmm. and just really, I guess, I think, I just feel like people just started to relate. And I definitely think exposure is great, but you've got to keep those followers. And I definitely, (laughs) I feel a little bit lazy at the moment. Mm -hmm. I haven't really been putting, I'm quite overwhelmed. So I right now. So I haven't been putting a lot of effort into my Instagram. Um, but at the very start, I was like replying to every single person and making everyone feel special, special. And which I think is a great way to grow your Instagram. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I still feel very grateful for those people right now. I just am struggling with time management. Yeah. So for me, I find it really hard to get back to every single person. Mm-hmm. Um, and as your following grows, the amount of like, you know, messages grows. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like people related to me yeah. and they would always say like, you inspired me to be more confident or, oh, you know, you've made me realize that I can wear a bikini and not be worried about mm-hmm. how I look. Yeah. So I guess, yeah. I love that. Would you ever, obviously being authentic and real on Instagram is such an important thing to you and I think it's such a good quality. Would you feel overwhelmed? Would you ever get someone to come on and reply to those messages or do you prefer it to come from you? I'm a little bit of a control freak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. Yeah. Bad answer. Um, and I also, seeing those messages is important to me so and they think that they're talking to me so I want to be that person um I did for a moment have my sister helping me Mm -hmm. but but sometimes I'd be like that's not what I'd say (laughs) (laughs) and um like she did a great job but I just I lost that excitement Mm -hmm. it's just so nice to connect with the the followers who always comment and say nice things like they're making an effort to say something nice to me so I want to take the time for them as well yeah and essentially your customer your followers are probably now your customers right yeah some of them so you've created an amazing business called breeze bum can Mm -hmm. you tell us a little bit about that yeah so breeze bum was created in 2016 the brand Mm -hmm. but the formula is a 70 year old formula it's actually 71 years old in april um (laughs) that my granddad created so he's a pharmacist or he was and um he had customers coming into the shop that he worked at being like i have really dry skin and i can't like i don't haven't tried anything that works i need something that works so he was like you know what there's nothing on the market here that's going to help you. I'm going to make you something. Yeah. And it became this thing. And customers would come in from cruise ships and be like, I've heard about this lip balm. Get out. Yeah. It no was – word traveled so fast. And when I was working – so my granddad sold the pharmacy to my mum and dad. Mm-hmm. So my granddad is my mum's dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it gets a bit confusing. Yeah. Getting the family so, tree here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the family tree. So – Mum married a pharmacist as well, which oh, is kind of cute. Yeah. yeah. So he took over as the pharmacist mm-hmm. and, and they passed down the recipe to my dad. Okay. And then mum and dad, about 2014, they were like, I had worked in the pharmacy and we had seen how important this mm-hmm. was. And there's also another product that we're soon to launch. That is one that dad created. Oh, wow. Um, which is also has the same kind of response from customers. So... They sold the pharmacy and I said, cool, I don't care, good on you, but will you make me the lip balm still? Uh, <laughs> and he said, yep, yeah, no worries. And then my friends would ring me and say, can your dad make us some lip balm too? And then their friends would say, oh, wow. can you ask that guy that makes the lip balm to make us some? Oh, wow. <laughs> it was like word so of it was yeah. like a word of mouth in Dunedin in yeah. New Zealand. And I, then I was I, – every time I gave it to someone new, they'd be like, Wow. This is so amazing. Like, it's so hydrating. It feels so glossy, but it's not sticky. And then once I had a little bit of a following, I thought, like, let me just ask if anyone would be interested. Mm-hmm. And the response was like, yes, 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 so keen, so keen. So I thought, let's just make a 1,000 okay. and see what happens. 
So I rang Dan and I said, can you make a thousand lip balms? He goes, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, what I'm are you retiring. doing? <laughs> yeah. So he's like, sure, fine. And we had them in this tiny, in this pot with, I stickered all the front, the side and the b- bottom. Oh, I said, I'm never doing that ever again. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I put them online and like, yes, it's one thing to ask people, will you buy this mm-hmm. product? And them say yes, but yeah. to actually commit and yeah. buy it could be a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. And we put them online and I was so nervous. I was like, oh my God, these aren't going to sell. Like, what am I going to do? I've got yeah. a thousand of them. Dad's going to be so disappointed. Oh. And they sold in three minutes. Get oh, out. Three minutes. Three minutes. And I thought, oh my God, now what do I do? Like, yeah. Dad, how long does it take to make another yeah. thousand? <laughs> Wait, so when that happens, because that's amazing, when we obviously run a business and it is, when you put new products up, it is nerve wracking. When that happened, what was the emotion that went through you? Like, I've created a business or what am I like? It was like, holy oh, shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. Right. It was like, I knew this was good. I just yeah. got goosebumps too. Yeah, I did. I literally got goosebumps. Yeah. I knew this was, we were sitting on something amazing, yeah. but it was validation. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, holy shit, how do I run a business? Like, yeah. it, well, like I, what yeah. am I doing? Yeah. Like, how do I even pack these things? So yeah. I spent the whole weekend, I hardly slept packing like 800 and something orders I was like I'm never packing again I'm getting someone to help pack I hate this job and I think just from all the different types of jobs that I've had I've Mm -hmm. been a barista receptionist like literally I've done everything Mm -hmm. I kind of took a piece from every little bit and I just winged it yeah Yeah. no one knows what they're doing no and it's taken me a while to talk to other people to realize they feel the same. Oh, everyone's just winging it. Yeah. yeah. No one knows. Nah. So I just kind of went, like winged it. Really? Yeah. So from that, you sold how many, the thousand units or whatever it was. Then how was it, how long was it from that point that you put in another order? Were you, was it double? How many units did you order after that? Like what was the process? <sighs> I think I just ordered another thousand. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the thing, like I didn't know how many more people would want it. Mm. I definitely got messages like, I missed out. And I felt so bad. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But I think the the lucky thing with me is that I had the opportunity to order as little as possible. Yes. Minimums. Mm -hmm. Dad was making it. It was very easy. I just had to buy stickers. But for a lot of people, they have manufacturing contracts. They have minimum quantities. They have certain amounts of money that they have to pay for. So it's a, it's a, I was in a really good position yeah. to kind of start really slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm lucky. lucky. Yeah. Is your dad still making the lip bumps? No. Really? How do you feel about that? Huh. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like part of your you, soul. You've it's signed like... many contracts that this recipe is not going anywhere. <laughs> he, ever since I was a kid, I said to him, what's that lip balm? He'd say, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. Yeah, right. And now you have to put it on labels. Yeah, well, the formula's not on the <laughs> yeah. label, but the ingredients are. Yeah. But that means, I nothing. mean, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it took a good year of negotiating. Wow. Yeah. yeah. This is debate. Like, well, it's your granddad, it's, baby. Yeah. And it's a lot of, I feel a lot of responsibility to continue keeping this safe. safe. Yeah. Because it is so, I mean, it's been around for 71 years. It's yeah. so special in our family. Uh-huh. So I feel a lot of responsibility. Is Breeze Bum now a family business as well? 
No, it's all owned by me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it is a family business in a way. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm the sole owner. I love that story. I think it's really special to have some, like, family ties to it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it really meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. And people can relate to and it makes it special. And my sister has come on board now. She moved over from New Zealand. wow. For a couple of years to help, um, and she now does product development. So she's a qualified, or she, yeah, she's a qualified, um, what do you call it? Yeah, Yeah. Um, cosmetic, whatever. Yeah, so she helps me develop products too. So we try and do everything in-house as much as possible. Manufacturing everything? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, we manufacture, we just purchased a huge machine to seal all the tubes and yeah it's a uh, that's how much I take the, the formula yeah. seriously <laughs> well, I like that yeah. yeah I think sometimes it can work in your favor and then sometimes you probably know it can not yeah. work in your favor yeah I so, mean it's very expensive oh yeah 100%. like it's probably the silly if, if you were looking from a financial point of view it probably is not the best choice but I'm not really here to make money like I'm here to continue our family legacy and I believe in the product so much that I know one day we will be massive and I'll be proud of the choices that I made yeah I like that I love how you're sticking to your guns I think that's (laughs) one of the most important things in business is actually like to really stand by your decisions Mm -hmm. like you just said like financially it's not the right decision Mm -hmm. but yeah like in your heart you know that this is the right decision Yeah. yeah and if I yeah, I'm big on gut instincts mm-hmm. yeah. and I, yeah, I go by my gut a lot and I just, I, I can't see it any other way. Yeah. So you started off with the Breeze Balm. Do you have currently any other products? I know you just said you've got one to launch, but is it all just the Breeze Balm? It's currently just lip balm at the lip moment. Balm, yeah. We did have lipsticks, but okay. they are all sold out uh-huh. and done. And I just felt like I wanted to take the business in a different direction than yeah. I originally thought mm-hmm. so we've kind of um gone on in another direction mm-hmm. which is going to be really fun yeah there's lots Excited. happening this Excited. year when do you know it's the right time to expand your product range hmm. this is a great question mm. I again go by just winging it and yeah. just going by my gut feeling but it's almost as if I feel for me it's at a point where You've done everything that you can do to get that hot, quick sale or yeah. purchase. Yeah. And then you need some, You need to keep bringing out things for people to keep being interested. Yeah. Yeah. And also, right now, Breeze Mum is a collection. So if they see one, they want the other. And they're like, wait, I want to try this flavor now. Yeah. And the... I wish I had um, my other phone with me. I have like rainbows of drawers full of Breeze Farm from customers and they're just like, look at my amazing oh. collection. And I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Yeah. And they just love giving them out to everyone, but they just love seeing that colourful yeah. collection. So I feel like in terms of expanding, I think you just have to go with when you feel it's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just kind of go like that. Have there been any lessons in expanding? I know for us – it's not always a cash flow, but you're like, oh, if I invest that much in manufacturing more products than this, and it's just things you don't really think about yeah. when you think of business. Yeah, and sometimes if you expand too quickly, it can ruin you. Yeah. yeah. So that's something that 
my mum has always said to me is, if you want to be big, slow down. Oh my God, she sounds like me. I say that all the time. It's like one person told me, the slower you climb the ladder, the mm-hmm. longer you'll be more successful. And I always remember that. And that's exactly how we run our business yeah. too. I think if you go too fast, too quick, you're up there for like a hot second and then you're down. Yeah. 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 I like that. It can take one it can take one thing. Like mm-hmm. I know of a brand that was really, really great. Yeah. Great products. Went boom mm-hmm. right into all these wholesale stores. Crazy, crazy, huge success. And then something yeah. happened. Yeah. And they had to be pulled from this, the thing. And then oh, their order that no. they had already bought for th- hundreds of thousands oh of dollars right. like, was gone. Makes you feel sick. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. Sick. It's but, scary. Yeah, I think it is. It's like some people get so excited, they just rush into developing mm-hmm. something and it's not 100% selling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I def- yeah, I've had some – I've been lucky. I'm like a risk taker but a safe risk taker. Yeah. I like that. Do mm. you ever use your platform for customer feedback and what they want? Yes. Yeah. All the time. So you yeah. do questions and things like mm-hmm. that on Instagram and yeah. that I, guides you in a direction? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really important to know your customer. Great. Mm. Yeah. That's one of the biggest tools in business is to understand who your customer is, what they do, what they like, and what they want. Because essentially you are creating something for them. Yeah. yeah. And so for us, we know that they like the rainbow collections. Mm -hmm. They like different flavors. So I do my best to bring out different flavors. Mm -hmm. Or we're going in this new direction now, which I think is the best choice for our customers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not necessarily for me. (laughs) I love every product that we're bringing out and I have to be obsessed with it. Otherwise... Mm -hmm what am I doing? Yeah. Like I'll quit yeah. <laughs> and someone else can take over. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, I think knowing your customer is one of the biggest steps and it's taken me a while to learn that. I wish I had it done that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just by a passing. Someone said like, I think I was in an interview with somebody um, talking about, I was in America and I was talking to someone who had worked with like really big companies mm-hmm. and they said to me, so well, who's your customer? And I went, shit yeah I was like well they're um they're females and they're like 18 to about 45 and and he was like okay cool so what do they do yeah yeah and I couldn't answer and I was so embarrassed that I didn't know my customer and he was like that is the most important thing that you should know some of our biggest reality checks have been in America yeah they're They're scary yeah Mm. yeah they are do do you have an elevator pitch for breeze bump I'm not much of a lip gloss, lip balm person, so I don't really know what I would be buying, what it would be doing for my lips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this with our customers, there's some customers that don't understand why it's important to look mm-hmm. after their lips, and there's other customers who do. Um, so if you were t- talking about marketing, you need to have marketing for both of those yeah. types of customers. So for you, I would say... That Breeze Mom is a 70-year-old formula, so we know it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to hydrate your lips by – it actually, the lanolin and the beeswax that we use, it's 100% pure, soaks into your lips so it doesn't sit on top. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any drying agents, so it's not going to dry your lips out, which some lip balms do. Yeah. I'm not going to name them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
it's basically soaks into your lips and it, the lanolin can soak up to 400% of its um, weight in water or in oh. moisture. So you're just like ultra hydrating. Yeah. And lanolin has also been used in hospitals for wounds and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So it's a, an incredible ingredient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just heals everything. It's amazing. Yeah. And how would you pitch it to me? Because I'm the opposite. <laughs> 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 well, for you, I, if I was just having a conversation with you, yeah. I would ask you like, do you like, um, like what do you like to do in terms yeah. of like a nighttime routine? Uh-huh. There are different. Yeah. <laughs> 32, <but laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like when we get to thirty-two, it's like yeah. we actually start to care about yeah. the way that we look in terms mm-hmm. of our skin, our wrinkles and stuff. So I'd be like, I love to put breeze balm not only on my lips but on my hands, yeah. especially when I'm testing products. I've noticed I always put on my hands, and my hands are really like hands soft. God, I'm yeah. sold on the wrinkle stuff. Give it to yeah, me. Yeah, I know. Can I put it on my crow's feet? Yes, I put it up here. <laughs> Do you? Yes, wow. I put it everywhere yeah. because it's it's, it's moisturizing. It's yeah. moisturizing and it's soaking into your skin. If your skin's dry, that's when things start to get. You lose collagen. These are yeah. the ten secrets you didn't know about. Yeah, <laughs> breeze balm. Yeah, I used right. to put it under my. Um, I often like at nighttime put it under my eyes too. Yeah. Yeah, isn't like eye cream. Yeah, and mm. then you get a good smelling one, and then you yes, smell good when true. you go to bed. Mm-hmm. Really yeah, when you're sick, you blow your nose, and you get those like dry. Yeah, dry. Yep, you can put breeze balm there to prevent it from getting oh, super dry. Yeah. Or if you've already at that point where the skin is. So if people damaged. have eczema and things on their face and little things like that, it's perfect for that too. So many people use it on eczema. Why? My sister has really bad eczema, and she puts it on to hydrate it. And yeah. Just to keep it soothed and soft. Because one of yeah, I was going to say yeah. one of our good friends, her son has bad eczema. Mm. She's done nothing to fix it. She should try the perfect pout, which is the unscented. Okay, all right, I have to tell her because um he yeah suffers really bad and so much pain, like itchy all the time. Yeah, red. and that's because it's dry. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't look pretty either. So mm. I'm so sorry for it. Yeah, eczema's hard. Apart from launching your business, what's the biggest risk you've taken? Um, we did a rebrand in okay. 2018 yep. and that was where I was – this is another point where I was like, okay, I'm a bit bored now yeah. and this is where I felt like the business needed a change. So when you're bored, maybe you need to change things yeah. up. Yeah. Elevate something. Elevate yeah. something. Um, I was just stuck. I felt like I couldn't see – Mm-hmm. I wasn't flowing. I couldn't see where the business was going. I was bored. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the packaging anymore. And I was like, why do I feel like this? This is really weird. Mm-hmm. And so I went to my girlfriend's house who was a designer. Mm-hmm. So, again, I'm really lucky to have the connections because I know that this is not what a lot of people get. Yeah. You know, they you have to pay for that stuff. Yeah. And it's expensive. So I feel blessed that I have those people around me. But I said to her, like, I'm just not feeling it. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't know why, but I'm not happy. She was like, okay, maybe we just need a bit of a spice up. And I was like, oh, okay, what are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> and she said, sit down and write down, like, just word vomit, all these words that you think breeze vomit is. Uh-huh. I was like, Palm trees, blue, beach, ocean. She's like, anything you think of, wind, breezy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she was really good because I was I had never done that before and she just kept these words coming out. And it was the best way for me to see. She goes, okay, from there, I want you to pick out the words that really 
stand look, out stand out to yep. you. And that was the best way that I learned of how I wanted the brand to look. Huh, that's actually really smart. Hmm. It was very yeah. interesting because I didn't know what I was looking at. Yeah. And so she as a designer could look at that and go, okay, leave it with me. I'm going to just have a little bit of a play. Uh-huh. About an hour or two later, I was just watching TV downstairs. Yeah. She came back. She was like, okay, this is the kind of vibe that I think you might like. I was like, you've nailed it. Yay. I love it. And I said, let's do it in tubes. Well. So was it in pots still? So it was before? still okay. in pots. Yeah. I'll show you guys afterwards. Okay. And... I was like, cool. So I want to do it in tubes because everyone's saying that they want to use it in a tube rather than using their finger. Yeah. So again, I'm listening to the customer. Mm-hmm. But we don't have a tube machine. Oh, we don't know how to make fill tubes. The product needs to be soft enough to go in tubes. Like uh-huh. there's so many things that you have to think of. Uh-huh. So it took me ages really? to figure that out. Yeah. A good six to 12 months. So we went for looking for a manufacturer. manufacturer, And then it was the, the thing of like, oh, my God, I need to keep the formula secret. Yeah. So there was so much emotion. I wish at that point I didn't have emotion in it because it probably would have been a lot easier. Yeah. But I was like sizing these people up. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can I trust you? Yeah. <laughs> and the legal was like so tight Mm -hmm. because of how important it is to me and we got a manufacturer and then I was like paying all these bills and we did a photo shoot and the photo shoot cost about ten thousand dollars and I'm a little bit bougie Mm -hmm. yeah you go all out yeah right yeah but I was going with my gut and it felt right so I just kind of did it and I was like, I'll figure it out later if mm-hmm. I need to pay. I've never had a business loan. So I'm, yeah. I'm again, lucky. I save. I'm yeah. pretty smart with my money, although I do like to spend a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then it got to like two days before the launch and my sister goes, Sammy, there's about $40 in the bank account. <gasps> and I went, holy shit, this is make or break. Yeah. Like if we don't sell these, that's it. Yeah. Bree's mum is no longer a thing. Yeah. And then it like hit me and I thought, oh my God, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Like what if, what if this doesn't happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, it'll be fine. It's always fine. I work you, it out. You were saying that, but were you feeling that? Um, I deep down thought it will be fine. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise I think I probably would have been a little bit more crazy. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But I, I have really good intuition. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I was like, it'll be fine. Like, don't think about it. Just do it. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And then we got the campaign stuff back. We did all the pre-launch stuff. And there was a lot of hype. We hyped it for about six weeks. So I knew people were excited about Mm -hmm. it, but I just didn't know the extent. How did you hype it? For anyone who's listening who's got a business, how do you hype your brand before launch? Mm -hmm. So I tease. So I'm like, there's something coming. Yeah, And then like a couple of days later, maybe like the color of the tube. Yeah. And then a couple of days later, we had six flavors. So mm-hmm. every week I was like, this flavor is going to be in a tube, this flavor. Oh, yeah. So it took us six weeks to like surprise everyone yeah. and keep that energy, but also build it. Yeah. And if anyone is listening and doesn't do this, please do it. Yeah. <laughs> I never cared about an email list ever. Really? No, I don't know. I don't read my emails. Yeah. I was like, why would anyone else? I don't. Yeah. How self-centered is that for me? 
the email list is like the most important thing. Yeah. yeah. And I had no idea. Yeah. So that whole two years of me working and doing everything that I was doing, I wasn't collecting email no addresses. No way. I wasn't even focused on it. I didn't even care. So you didn't like, send an EDM, an email out for the two years prior? Um, we sent a couple of EDMs, like maybe like one every couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I didn't see the importance of it and yeah. we weren't actively collecting them mm-hmm. or like grabbing them and importing them or yeah. whatever. So that's like one of the biggest yeah. keys is really focus on your email list because that potentially is your, it's your customer base. And also it's Very like fast. your value of your yeah. company. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we launched and uh, the sweat dripping down my oh back my was like, holy moly. But it just went nuts. Like, so we sold out and we sold like 15,000 units in my like Lord. seven hours. Far out. And so when that happened, what was your like thought? We've done it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm safe. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, okay, you can tell everyone they'll be paid next week. Yes. <laughs> I have to go home and eat tuna. Yeah. yeah. So, my so, cool. oh my so then from there, how long ago was that? That was 2018, September. 2018. So are you still solely online? You don't have any stockist or anything? No, just online. And only online at your website? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So who would your, we get asked this all the time, who would your dream, if you were to wholesale mm-hmm. in Australia, who would be your dream stockist? And then overseas, who would be your dream stockist? Oh, this is hard because I don't really see Breeze Farm going into wholesale. Oh, you don't? No. That's great. Direct to customer. I think so. If you no. can make more money by selling it online. But I did for a minute toy with maybe Mecca and Sephora. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like a clothing brand. Oh, yeah, cool. Maybe like H&M. Yeah. Um, and then in America, I did pitch to Revolve. Okay. But I don't think yeah, it was. Yeah, hard. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's not something that I'm focused on at the yeah. moment. But I do think Revolve is amazing. Ulta Beauty, yes. Sephora in the US. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's one business plan that we always talk about for our business is Triangle. They never wholesaled at all. Part of their business plan mm. was no wholesaling, just purely online. And at the end of the day, you make more money anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. But although I do know brands that make all their money in wholesale. wholesale. Yeah, true. So I guess it depends on your model. Yeah, model. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, I think Gymshark's model is amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. we always talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the way that they've done things is mm-hmm. great and they're only online. Yeah. But then I also look at people like Bondi Sands mm-hmm. who've gone into wholesale and done incredible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you do? Yeah, exactly. Maybe in a few years' time you'll get bored again and be Maybe. like, that's my next step. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like, sorry, I just want to go back when you were talking about being bored. Did you feel like you lost yourself? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. And you focus on, like, business. Coming to work isn't, like, a job for me. Mm-hmm. And so when it's not fun, it really feels like it's not fun. Yeah. yeah. And it affects you personally. It does, yeah. yeah. It does. yeah. And that's my creative side coming mm-hmm. in too. Like, I have to be 
creative and have fun. Mm -hmm. That's my personality. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was like, this is shit. No, the worst feeling. <laughs> How do you continue to grow your business knowledge? Like, do you have mentors? Do you do training programs? How do you grow as a business leader and owner? Yeah, I love this question. Um, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Really? Yeah. Anyone in particular or? I have, I've just binge watched Ben Francis, okay. the owner of Gymshark. Okay, yeah. He's got a full series on things that like he, he does that help him. And I just think he just does everything so well. And mm -hmm. for such a young person too, he? he's like, he was like 21. Oh, when he started? No, he, when he was started, he was like 19 or 18. Oh, get out. And now he's like 20. Oh my God, I need to Google it now. Yeah, and he's, and it, Gymshark just got valued at over a billion over dollars. Over a billion. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just see. Ben Francis, how old that's are you? That's crazy. I didn't realize he was that young. So that's a free. 28 now. God. Yeah. yeah. So but he's been in Gymshark. Gymshark's over 10 years old, yeah. I think. Like, but I feel like Gymshark's only really become like quite popular in the last two to three years. In worldwide, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's quite big in the UK, yeah. I think. But I've really liked looking at his stuff on yeah. YouTube. Um, I also really, in terms of business, I guess um, I do a lot of self development stuff just on yeah. my own, which mm -hmm. I think helps. I just love people's opinions on things like red table talk it's probably really random but I just love mm -hmm. I love the Smith family and the outlook that they have on life and I kind of take little things from people I also have friends that are really successful yeah, yeah. in so completely different areas so I talk to them um I've done a few marketing courses but I don't really feel like they mm. did much yeah. yeah I think you learn a lot from social media and stuff online. you can but I think I think conversations with people who yeah. run other businesses and it doesn't even have to be in the same field but you can pick from what mm. has worked for them and be like I think that would work for me if I mm. did it this way yeah, mm. it true. gives you ideas at least yeah. yeah even books yeah I read the book um oh my gosh what's it called it's the Nike book. Shoot off. Yeah. Shoot off. Yeah, we've Every time we interview someone, I think that has been brought up. Especially business people. Business owners. Yeah. It's the best book ever. Best book. Yeah. It gives me goosebumps again. I yeah. cried at the end of Did it. Did you? So weird. Yeah. But I just was like. Passion though. Yeah. Passion. And I could. Get it. Yeah. yeah. I could feel like all yeah. these struggles that he had. I was like, I've had those yeah. struggles. Yes. And it's just this like, okay, it's going to happen. Yeah. 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 That is such a good book. It is a great yeah. book. Yeah. Um, I want to dive into health and fitness okay. and I feel like health and fitness is a big part of your life mm -hmm. and I feel like, I don't know, just part of Bree's balance as well. Mm. That vibe. So health and fitness, how do you balance like work-life balance? Do you work out? Do you meditate? How do you? I'm trying to meditate. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Um, I've been using the Bloom app. Oh yeah, Bloom's My, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing yeah. um but yeah I've just been trying to meditate I I'm really bad at like I don't have to time the time mm -hmm. so making time is massive for me working out is huge like if I don't work out in the morning I'm in a bad mood all day yeah. so just making sure I do those things first mm -hmm. and then that kind of gives me the balance because I work a lot yeah um probably to, like people would look at me and be like you work way too much mm -hmm. but for me like I'm building something here. Yeah, of course. And some people don't understand that, but it makes me happy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, as long as I'm working out, go for a bit of a walk. Yeah. Have a coffee. Yes. 
Coffee's pretty essential. When you say you work too much, like when would you clock on and when would you clock off? Um, so I would clock on around like technically. Yeah. The first thing I do is check my emails in the morning. Really? Mm-hmm. And I'll check Instagram, mm-hmm. the Breeze Bum Instagram. And then I will get up, just make sure there's nothing that like needs to be replied yeah. to. And then I'll get up and um, go for a walk and work out and whatnot. And then I'll probably start around 7.30 or 8. Mm-hmm. And I, every day is different, yeah. but I'll maybe finish it about 5, 5.30, go home, take the dog for a walk, do something else. And then I'll hop on. Yeah. yeah. So you never really but clock it's, off. It's hard when it's your own business. Yeah. It's like, and we get this as well. And I've learned, like, our business is like nearly seven, eight years old. Wow. Yeah, I've learned now to kind of push back a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's hard not to. Like, first in the morning, you said that. I'm like, oh, I don't do that. And I was like, yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> like, I do. But it's hard. And people don't, you're right, people don't understand. Yeah. There's rest. There's time rest to rest. Yeah. Know, like, and, like, this is one thing. <laughs> a lot of people say, like, this is going to be really controversial because I know a lot of people are going to be like, yeah, I disagree well, with you. But yeah. look, I'm saying it anyway. Um, like, don't hustle. Yeah. You have to have balance. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yeah, I agree. But at the same time, I think how on earth are people meant to be great if they don't work hard at something? Yeah. If you look at an athlete, yeah. athletes train True. consistently. Yeah. All the time. Gymnasts Mm -hmm. train so many hours a week Mm -hmm. to condition their bodies to this one moment Mm -hmm. at the Olympics or at a game. Why would it be any different for someone who wants to have a great business? You're right. That's actually good. Like Like, you have to work hard and you have to put energy into it. And I know it's not for everybody, Mm -hmm. but... I think if you want a mediocre business or a lifestyle business, great. Have a work-life balance. Yeah. But if you want something extraordinary, mm-hmm. it's not going to come from being mediocre. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of business people do know that running your own business, there are sacrifices. Oh, sure. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. The responsibility in itself yeah. is, is terrifying. Yeah. It's true. So what do you think the biggest issues are in health and fitness, especially on social media? Yeah, this is a great question. I would say body image. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just talking about curvy girls. Mm -hmm. It's like no matter what kind of body you have, someone's going to say something. Mm -hmm. You're too skinny. You don't eat enough. You're too curvy. Maybe you're – yes, you're curvy, but that's promoting obesity. Like – Look at, again, Gymshark, and they posted a – they're an athlete company. They post about athletes, and they posted a photo of a girl with her rolls out Mm -hmm. crucified. Really? They got crucified. How on earth are you – promote? like, the comments were disgusting. It was like, how can you promote this? You're an athlete brand. Like, how does this make athletes feel? I was like, this girl is being relatable. And there was, it was like a photo of her with her tights high-waisted. Yeah. She looked amazing. Yeah. Then it was a photo of her with her tights down. And just it went viral because everyone was commenting, being like, how dare you post this? I'm like, what? do you not realize that, that this is what so – angry. Yeah. And there's another girl, um, the healthy chick, Riley. Oh, yes. I don't know if you've heard of her. Oh, she's – 
She's yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's like yes. Yeah. yeah. I love her because yeah, she says, she's "Yeah, she's like I'm body neutral." Mm-hmm. And I was like, I haven't heard that expression before, mm-hmm. but I love that because it's like your body doesn't define who you are. Yeah. True. Like your body is your body; it changes all the time. Like mm-hmm. let's just stop looking at it like it's some like even I don't like on clothing brands where it's like petite plus size. I know. Normal. Yeah. Like just have a. It's clothing yeah. tab. We refuse to use any words like that. With I our love brand. that. Yeah. Like our clothing is for everybody. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be labeled. It's because at the end of the day, we all know this. What you look like on the outside is so it not doesn't matter. Who you are. Exactly. So I love why, that you do that. Yeah. And so why that actually makes me angry about all those people commenting on Gymshark. And you know what? Most of the people were men. Oh, really? Well, that was like something that just went up on Bumble. Did you see that? No. This guy commented about this girl's profile about her body. Um, something that you're disgusting or something like that. Something disgusting he wrote. And I'm pretty sure Bumble have just written an open letter to him with his name, like to embarrass like, not embarrass him, but, but like to put him in his place. Yeah, exactly. Good for calling him out. Exactly. Yeah. And I read it and I was like, oh, I feel sorry for him. Like that was my initial thought. And I'm like, actually, no, don't. You're mm. disgusting. Mm. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. And I think a lot of people in the health and fitness industry, if you're a personal trainer, you need mm-hmm. to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. If you are I don't know, um, an athlete, mm-hmm. then that means that you have to have a six-pack and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, it's not like that. No. Sorry. No, it's not. And I think that's the biggest problem is yeah. people put everyone in categories. Yeah, agree. We actually spoke to a, a, I'd say, friend over in London and she spoke about the anti-diet culture and things like that over there and mm. even the responsibility of magazines and Media. what they're putting out. Yeah. I'm like, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like... We're changing, but slowly. Yeah. Yeah. So it, there will be a change, but. You're very posi- body positive on the gram. Yeah. I, was gonna say, I really, oh, thank yeah, you. I think it's great. Sometimes um, I think I'm not enough, but I don't, I also don't want to make it a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. When do you think you became body confident? Yeah. I think I get this question a lot yeah. and I find it hard to answer because I am like a super bubbly yeah, person. Are. Yeah. And I also let things go really easily. Okay. So for me, if I'm like, oh, I look disgusting today, which yeah. can happen. Oh, it's a normal, everyone. It's a normal thought. Yeah. Normal, or like, yeah. damn girl, you need to clean yourself yeah. up. <laughs> but I let it go and I'm like, okay, exactly. cool. Well, I'm not going to let it define my mm-hmm. day. If I feel like crap or I feel like I look like crap. Well, well, it's a line. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just going to go into work and own it because yeah. it doesn't define who I am. Yeah. It's not my personality. Mm-hmm. It's not all the things that I've accomplished. Yeah. So I think confidence has come from allowing myself to feel that for a second yeah. and not keep it for the rest of the day. Yeah. But there are times like I've been at photo shoots and been like, oh, I do not feel good. Yeah. And I can I can see it in the camera. Yeah. And I think those moments have also taught me to let it go quickly because yeah. you can't do that at a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's been a journey, but I feel that the probably the the biggest thing I would say to someone is learn to let that go. Mm-hmm. Because be the ne- and be aware. Yeah. And the next day is a completely different day. It's true. Eat, try and make healthier choices, try and do things that make you feel good. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You I just like seem that. to really like who you are as a person, and I really like oh, that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> do you think that's come with age? Because I know yes. for us, yeah. I do too. Like, and like, yeah, we're 32, we're all 88, 88, mm-hmm. yeah. And I feel like even for us, mm. like, the older you get, the more confident and the more comfortable you are. Like, like, you love yourself yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, and you realise, like, things that you thought mattered before don't oh, matter. No. I feel like as soon as I turned 30, it was like, boom. Yeah. Don't care about what people think. Yeah. Don't care about how I look. Yeah, you know? Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I mean, well, you had a little bit of a. We can have those because it is terrible. It's like, shit, we're 30. Because I think you have so much pressure on yourself. And this is what society is like. I don't know what your family's like, but I know my family, like, you should be married, have a kid, like, do all these things by then. And then when you don't have that, you suddenly think, shit. Yeah. You have to go the opposite way and learn to, like, accept that and, like, love yourself. Yeah. So I str- cool, guys. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. I struggled with that. Like I'm single and yeah. I have a business. I don't own a house. Yeah. Like I I'm like what have what have I done? But actually you've done so much. So much compared yeah. yeah. Your journey is just very different to another people. Yeah. Things. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like sometimes if you're that person, you're the same as us, yes. <laughs> then just think that you're special, you know? Exactly. You're not doing what everyone is doing. Exactly and right. Surely there's something great coming. Exactly. So. We've got so much to look forward to yeah. still. Yeah. Yeah. I would like a uh, tall, dark, handsome. Yeah. <laughs> American. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to do some misconceptions about you. Okay. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yes. I don't know. So, okay, I'm going to ask you one question though. Faith, thing about GC, Gold Coast. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Um, favorite thing about the GC? The weather. Yeah, I think that's probably key. Coming from Melbourne, girls. I actually have a question because Tal and I were like, if someone we came to Melbourne, where would we take them? And we're like, oh, I yeah, don't I know. No if someone's coming to the Gold Coast, where would you tell them to go? In terms of like a suburb, or just like a, a destination, yeah. would you something take them to do. Like or would you yeah. take them to like a theme park? Like, <laughs> I would definitely not that. take them to surface. <laughs> 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 but like, where would you, is there like a key location? Because I wouldn't know where to take anyone in Melbourne. No. Nah. Um, yeah, I mean, I would take them. One of my favorite beaches is Mm -hmm. Rainbow Beach or Rainbow Bay. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's beautiful, it's clear water, and it's calm, it's beautiful. So, I'd probably take them there, but I'd also take them to the Pink Flamingo. Have you guys? No, oh my god, it's a bar slash show. Oh. it's so because I'm a dancer I'm like yeah yeah you love that yeah. oh it's the best show ever I've been like three times and it's just everything is pink oh love. everything is like super luxe and yeah. gorgeous and they do this incredible show the talent is amazing I would take them there where really? is that just in Broad Beach is it okay we'll have to maybe yeah yeah, we'll yeah. Come up. um why does everyone need a breeze bomb in their handbag um, because you just have to. Yeah. <laughs> I, love that. Um, I know why I'm having it for my wrinkles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it will, it lasts so long too, like one, two, like, yeah. a year. You could oh, use really? it for, yeah, you don't, you don't need much and it will, it actually works. Like that's our slogan, lip yeah. balm that works. Yeah. If you want something that's going to be surface level, sure, go buy other products. Mm. If you want something that actually works, come to us. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. And what's your favourite flavour? it's like picking your favorite child if you had one seriously i think pineapple pineapple pash 
I love pineapples. I used I went to Fiji one time and that's how Breeze Mum, like the name Breeze yeah. Mum came from because mum was born in Fiji. Oh. So we'd go to family holidays to Fiji every year. Oh, cute. And my granddad was a pharmacist in boots in Fiji. So actually, if oh. I was to do anything in the UK, I would put Breeze Mum in boots. That's yeah. cool. But um, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, pineapple. I didn't like any of the food as a kid. Really? Nope. So I just ate pineapple for two weeks. Huh. So I think I've got How a thing with – I don't remember. Oh. I think it was fine. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> Something very similar. Whenever we go to China, Tully only eats oh. bananas, so they call her banana girl. Banana girl. Because <laughs> obviously our factory's in China, and I don't love food. Yeah, no. Bananas, they make me really sick. So I just take oats for the morning. And during the day, I just eat bananas. Because it's then, in the skin and it's safe. Yeah, it's safe. Yeah. It's <laughs> always oh, like, Tully, Miss Tully, do you want a banana? <laughs> and they're like, oh, don't worry, she don't eat, she eat banana. I'm a banana girl. I'm like, because it's safe. Oh, my God. It's that's so funny. Yeah. How uh, was China? Is it amazing? Oh, it's. The factory <laughs> city isn't, but other cities are. Mm. Yeah, the main tier cities are amazing. But where we are, it's like industrial. Okay. So it's like. They'll see like a white girl or whatever. Like, it's not very, it's, yeah. You're, you're very really shiny, un- new and yeah. stand out. But you know what? Like, I literally fly in and just work, work, work until we get everything done and then fly out. Like, yeah. I try not to stay there too long just because, again, the food doesn't agree yeah. with me. Like, we went to one lunch. Sorry, it's gone off topic. We went to one lunch and I was like, oh, what is that? Were you there? That's fine. Yes. They're like, well, I'm like, oh, what is that? And they're like, oh, it's dog. And I was like, pardon? <laughs> and they're like, oh, this restaurant famous for dog. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to have rice. Actually. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's very different. Yeah. So it's completely different out. culture. Yeah. All right. Last Good few fun. questions. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What is the most used app on your phone? Huh, probably social media, Instagram. Yeah. That's so embarrassing. Yeah, Instagram. Um, let's see. I feel like Instagram's mine. Uh, yeah, I feel like Instagram and me- Facebook Messenger. Mine yeah. would probably be Bumble up here, but no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I Joking. wish I, 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 I have. I do have. Bumble, I do have Bumble, but I'm so bad with oh, it. Oh, me too. Like they write to. We're obviously single as well. Right to and you don't check the apps that much. No, no and then it's like five days later, and they think you're a bitch because you haven't yeah. written back, or and you're just like, your girlfriend already, so yeah. Bye, <laughs> you. Or you're playing hard to get, so it's probably yes. good. Yes, exactly. <laughs> What's the last picture in your phone? <laughs> Let's see. I think it's a screenshot of something. <laughs> yep, it's a screenshot of a before and after. Oh wow! Oh, is that someone using? No. Oh, that's someone using. Okay. Okay, okay. Yep. Um, a screenshot of my last photo, myself. (laughs) Why not? With a coffee that I wanted to post on Instagram. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) And why do you work out? For my mental uh, clarity. Yeah. I definitely notice a difference when I don't. Yeah. Um, I get really agitated too if mm. I'm sitting still for so long. Mm. So I think just like moving my body, get the blood flowing yeah. helps. Yeah. And I actually think getting the blood flow happening makes me think clearer anyway. Yeah, it's true. You're more focused. More focused. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite way to work out? I love cardio. Yeah. Like hit, like smash. Cardio, yeah. Get the sweat going, mm-hmm. red cheeks. Yeah. Yep. Is there any gym in particular here? Or I'm um at the moment I'm training at EMF in uh, Rabina. Okay. It's mm-hmm. um just a 
I don't. They don't have them in Melbourne. No. no. Oh wow. Well. I don't. Is it just they, like a like a? It's like a just like a circuit kind of go from. Yeah, it's kind of. It's just a big gym, but they have classes, so it's kind of like a good life. Oh, or yeah. 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 What are yeah, the other ones? That. No, that's interesting. Yeah. I thought that was like all it's, over. No, it's so weird. There's gyms up here that fit stop. We don't really have them. Oh, there's like a few in Melbourne, but not many. Under a Queensland company. Oh. Fit stop? Is it? I don't know. There's so much different things, but. Well, I think that's it. I've had so much fun sitting down and talking to you. Oh, thank you. Your story is actually amazing. Like, and especially from being business owners, it's really cool to hear someone else talk about business. Oh, that's Every nice. time you were saying, I was like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's kind of nice to relate to someone else. I think a lot of people listening um, will love your story. Oh, thank yeah, you. I it's been it. so nice chatting with you girls. And yeah. I'll show you the. Oh, oh my God, please. <laughs> Yeah. The, the history of the product yeah. packaging is so cute. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.